Hey folks, I'm the musical series or Turner. Today I'm going to be talking about Fifth Harm. So please turn on the notifications, reply to my statement slash question, and rate my podcast on Spotify. And please follow, favorite, or subscribe according to your listening platform so you can get more episodes like this. So if you don't know who Fifth Harmony is, Fifth Harmony was a band that was formed on The X Factor in 2012 by Simon Cowell. If you don't know who Simon Cowell is, Simon Cowell is basically this really big producer who produced and judged the X Factor US and UK and Britain's Got Talent and America's Got Talent. Besides that, he owns an entertainment company which has a division of it called Psycho Music, which is a record label which which most finalists on these four series sign to. Now back to the girls. After, you know, performing some covers, they were placed third on The X Factor. And after that, uh, they released some more covers. And then came the debut single. The debut single was named Miss Moving On, which was just this cheesy bubblegum pop song and I think one of their best it was of its time but it was surely a hit after that they released their debut project which was called better together and it had four versions Uh, one was the standard version One was the deluxe edition, one was the Spanish version, and one was the acoustic version. And another one that I forgot was the remixes one. So there were actually five versions of this whole EP. After that, they released Worth It, which was a really, really big roar from them. Especially after they released these bubblegummy pop songs, Worth It was surely hitting the charts. After they released their debut album, Reflection, it really uh, was one of the biggest debuts of the year. After that, they released Work From Home, which entered them into their most successful era. They released That's My Girl and All In My Head, which were all completely hitting the charts. After that, 727 got released, which was in, as I said, their most successful era ever. After that, in December 2016, by surprise, Camilla Cabello announced that she would be leaving the group. Even though, uh, you know that most groups end up like this. Like, one member leaves, and then the whole group falls apart. 
actually Kamiya said that she left the group because they weren't letting her uh, release solo music while still being in the group she wanted to be more in the part of the creative process of the writing of the new album and it was kind of expected because she released these big collaborations with Machine Gun Kelly and Shawn Mendes it was it was pretty obvious that she could easily shine on her own and she was always the fan favorite of the group she was like this really fun little member and she actually really overshadowed the other members of the group now after them you know leaving Camila behind they entered their flop era so this was the last era of fifth harmony it started off with down which was completely missing the charts they released a couple more singles which which in my uh, in my opinion the whole album is like the best album they've ever released it was it was just them being more mature you know their songs had a lot more meaning now and and just that this was the flop era was really upsetting to fans and it was just like m- many people who liked Camila the most you know left with harmony and focused on Camila and not only the fans it was their management which was psycho as you know that jump ship just after Camila left so it was really really upsetting that this was their flop era after that they announced their split and and i've seen many speculations that if down did it flop or if the whole album didn't flop they wouldn't have split uh I mean if the whole album didn't flop they might have stayed a little longer but we already know you know with all the great success Camila had been receiving and they just realized it was best to have a split because they didn't want to be in a group in the first place okay they just wanted to go out into their solo things just like they were supposed to do. So, now that we got the history lesson cleared, let's go into my opinions about Fifth Harmony. So, Fifth Harmony was clearly not a standout group. They didn't have the dancing of the Pussycat Dolls, they didn't have the vocals of On Vogue, they didn't have the go power you know energy like destiny's child i mean they had all of that but in a really small amount so they were just a generic pop group that came out of nowhere all of a sudden and 
don't get me wrong they were so so talented by their own but but if you put them as a group they were naturally that good and just the fact that Simon just wanted another little mix if you don't know who little mix is i've said it so many times before uh, Little Mix is a British girl band which was formed on The X Factor just the year before Fifth Harmony was formed. And they were in two different countries. So it was basically like Simon Cowell just wanted another girl group out there, uh, you know, to compete with Little Mix and all, blah, blah, blah. And, and it was just that he just wanted have another little mix and uh and just let me get into my clear opinions about them first of all they had really bad choreographers i mean simon wasn't paying attention to them after i think reflection you know after that it was just downhill so yeah, they had really bad choreographers, they had bad dances, and they weren't trained in anything. Like, they didn't have vocal coaches, as you can clearly see. They didn't have dancing lessons, and they didn't have, you know, any performing skills, actually. I mean, they had a little, but but it wasn't, you know, improved and all. So they definitely had raw talent, but they didn't get the right training. Next up, they weren't pushed vocally. It's it's just like we all know Fifth Harmony have amazing voices. And it was just like they had this repetitive, you know, songs. Almost all of them were bubblegummy pop. So it weren't really it wasn't really pushing them vocally. If they were pushed vocally, they would be referred to as a vocal group or something that would differ them from the other generic pop groups that we see today. They had bad promotion and management. I mean for anyone who has been a fan of these three bands, Little Mix one Direction and Fifth Harmony. We all know that Psycho is the worst. Psycho management, uh, as we know, gives really, really bad promotion to bands, and it uh, and they have almost all of the creative control there. Like they choose, the label chooses which type of music. A specific artist should have and most of them is just bubblegummy pop because that's what Simon's things will sell and, and it was just like a psycho oh you can hear a lot of articles about it I, I know much about it but I know that they don't treat their artists the best they have all the creative control and and they weren't allowed to speak their mind or something like that. So it was just like 
bad management, it was even worse than Little Mix. At least Psycho were doing something with Little Mix, but with Fifth Harmony, not at all. And next up, there were being, uh, there were gonna be a single artist if it wasn't for, you know, their last era. Before that, they were just singles artists. They were only known. And by singles, I don't mean it literally. I'm not saying that they, uh, that they didn't have successful albums. By a single artist, in my view, I mean that an artist which is only known for their songs. Which doesn't have really real artistry. Which doesn't have, you know, something that differs them from generic pop artists and and just being a single artist declined their longevity definitely like after that as I already said they probably not decided to split because of the underperformance of the third album and Last but not the least, they're better as soloists. Now, we all know that Lauren, Normani, and Dinah, and Ali, and Camila are so good on their own. So let's get into what they're doing right now. Okay, so Camila's label is pretty much the same as Fifth Harmony. It was Epic Records and Normani's label is RCA slash Keep Cool Records. Diana's label is Hitco. Ali's labels is Latium Records. Laura's label was Simcoe Limited, which was a division of Sony. But then she made her own record label called Attunement Records just because she wanted more creative control and she didn't want you know a label should be controlling her all the times and now let's get into Camila's music so Camila's debut single was Crying the Club which was released 2017 after that she released a promotional single called I Have Questions and then she just you know, continue the tradition of releasing two singles at a time. And then she released Havana and OMG together, which was a really, really great hit. It was her first number one and and it has reached one billion streams on Spotify. So there you have it. Um, then she released her debut album which was critically acclaimed and was one of the greatest debuts and one of the biggest albums of 2018. Next we have singles from the sophomore album. She released Senorita, Liar, Easy, Cry For Me, Shameless, Living Proof, My Oh My. That's a lot of singles. So she released seven singles for this album, and and this album underperformed than the last. 
I don't know why. I think it was because of you know it was released late and all, or that it had less hits. I would say. So yeah. So the sophomore album was mildly successful. After that, let's get into Normani's music. So Normani's debut single was Motivation, and her sophomore single is Wild Side. So that's a two-year gap between those two. Motivation was released in 2019. Wild Side was released in 2021. Now I have to talk about Normani. Okay, as we all know, Normani is a great performer. She she has loads of potential to be. a great artist to be one of you know the artists of the decade but i mean she needs to hire new management because because this whole two year gap thing is really declining her longevity and there's just so much hype around her you know after coming well left she was the fan favorite and and the whole third era really you know put the spotlight on her dancing skills on her wonderful tone of singing so it was all like that and and now the whole you know two year gap thing as i said is declining her longevity next up we have dina so her debut single was bottled up in which released in 2018 and her debut project was Dina Jane 1 in 2019 so Dina Jane 1 was definitely not successful though bottled up was a tiny bit more but Dina Jane 1 was a flop and it seems like Dina just retired from music and all and then and then she released these numbers of singles after and before Dana Jane 1 was released uh, retrograde SZNS lottery 1501 and mistress spot okay now let's talk about Ali's music her debut single was perfect in 2017 although people might say it was loki featuring tiger but in spotify that was the first single so perfect was not at all successful but loki was loki was really really on the charts and then she released a number of singles from late 2019 to uh late 2020 i think it was a whole year of the number of singles were that were really electronic based not really the ones like loki and all so it was a really long stretch of singles and now she released uh another single in 2021 which is all it is one uh which is me musica which is a spanish single you know, which we haven't heard from her at all 
Next up, we have Lauren's music. Uh, her debut singles was Expectations, and I feel like Lauren didn't need any, you know, discovering of what her sound was. She solely wrote this by herself, which was pretty rare for a debut artist from its debut single. So, Expectations was solely written by her. It felt like she didn't need to do much discovering to find who she is as an artist. And it had so much artistry in it. And then she released Prelude, which was a little bit successful. And and Prelude was actually the first project she released on her own without any label. I feel like the one who come up to me as the most... Uh, you know, artistry artists with are Lauren and Normani. I know why my voice is breaking up right now, but yeah. So these were all of the solos we covered. Who Fifth Harmony is? My opinions about Fifth Harmony and their solo, and my opinions about them too. And, and there's one thing left, it was that the whole Little Mix with Fifth Harmony thing, I think we should just leave it behind, I mean Fifth Harmony is not even a group anymore, and, and you just can't compare Fifth Harmony to Little Mix, Little Mix are on a whole different level, they've got the dancing, they've got the vocals, they got the, you know, artistry they've got a particular sound and and most of all they've got chemistry so i don't think it's fair to compare little mix to fifth harmony today's episode please be sure to follow favorite or subscribe according to your listening platform and rate turn the notifications on and reply to my question on spotify thanks for tuning in and i'll see you next wednesday